In this episode, we continue with talking about setting healthy boundaries for your wealth, abundance, and prosperity. Let's continue. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're continuing with part two of setting healthy boundaries for money, abundance and success. All right. So we've explored the the first few tips. I'm just going to quickly recap them. So things we talked about already, the the need to set um, have healthy boundaries and how the first step is always going to be um, identification of an awareness of what are your limits and and, and truly understand and recognize them. So our first guideline was about giving you tuning into your feelings. Then we talked about how you need to communicate your boundaries to other people. Then you spoke about how you need to give yourself permission to say yes or no and actually set those boundaries boundaries then we talked about how your family paradigms can you know can really hold you back and how that could be a major major obstacle in you actually setting and then enforcing those boundaries so now today we're going to talk about the next one so step number or guide number six is going to be environmental factors right now beyond relationships your environment might be unhealthy too for example if your work day is eight hours a day, but your co-workers stay 10 to 11, there's an implicit implication that you should go beyond it too. And this is also the case for uh, for entrepreneurs. Now, I am truly, truly, uh, uh, okay, I truly believe that you need to take action in order for you to get things. I don't really believe that you sit in a room chanting affirmations and things fall in your lap. However, I don't adhere to the philosophy that people like Gary Vee and others enforce. And I think Gary Vee is an amazing, amazing, amazing man. I think he's amazing. However, I don't agree with his philosophy of hustle, 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 because there's a risk of burnout. So everyone is different and everyone works differently and everybody has different limitations. You need to recognize what can work for you and what doesn't. And you need to accept that, right? And that it can be you know, it can be very challenging, right? Being the only one who's trying to maintain healthy boundaries and saying, okay, if you are working at the moment in, in your professional environment or when you are in your in home too. I mean, I, I I know I've come across this before when I felt the inert need that, oh, I'm, I'm working from home. I should be doing 10, 20, 30 hours, whatever, whatever. And it took me a long time to realize I need to work on what works with my body in my current environment, not based on what other people say. Now, I had mentors who say, okay, you should be putting eight hours in and 10 hours in and 20 hours in and whatever else and act like a robot. They can, right? Um, so this particular mentor I'm talking about, he is awesome. He's so freaking awesome. And, I, I, and professionally, I respect him so much, but he is for me like a robot. I tell you, he's like, he, he looks like a robot to me. And he has a certain way of doing things, which I think is fabulous. He's brilliant and he's a great mentor to have. 
Yet those philosophies does not do not work in my life. I am a mother. He is a single person. I'm living with a partner, I think, and um, you know, without any 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 children responsibility at all whatsoever. I am a single mother of two kids without two cats, and I have a home to look after. I have my children's mental well-being and their education to keep an eye on. I have many other factors. So I cannot dedicate the 10 hours, the 12 hours that he does to his business. In the same way, I have a thriving business, yet it's not climbing as swiftly as as it, as it may do if I was you know, working those sort of hours, but I cannot. I have to give that time to my children. I have to make sure my kids have a cooked meal. I have to make sure that my kids have some mummy time as well. And for me to just look after my home and my kids as well. So this is where your boundaries come up. If I felt that in order for me to be successful and because I have to follow my mentor, I have to do X, Y, and Z, I would not be able to survive. I would have a burnout, right? So you have to recognize what works for you. And if your environmental factors are pushing in a particular direction, you need to make changes. You need to know what works for you. If you need eight hours sleep or seven hours sleep, then do that. If you need to have a daytime nap, then take it. You need to take care of yourself and know what your limitations are. And this is absolutely true for people who are, especially in the early stages of their entrepreneurship, they really feel the need to push, 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 and they don't listen to the boundaries they need to set for themselves health-wise. Hence, I said, how do you want things? How do you do everything? If you overstep boundaries in your personal life, you will overstep boundaries or the need for healthy sleep and diet and so forth in your personal life, in your in your health. And so this is why it's so important to keep an eye on environmental factors. Right. So the next thing we're going to consider now is, um, that leads us on very, very nicely, is to make yourself a priority. Right. So... This very nice leads us on because you need to take time for yourself. When you make yourself a priority, it's not just about giving yourself permission to put yourself first. It's actually when we do this, we need to understand what we actually require. Okay. Self-love is or self-care is not the same for everybody. Self-love for somebody could be spending a, a, an hour in the bath and just reading a good book. Or for somebody else, it could be I don't know, sitting in front of Netflix and um, just chilling at, chilling for for an hour or so. For somebody else, it could be taking a walk in, in the nature, going for a nice walk. Everyone has a different definition of what self-care or what self-love means. But the importance is that when we do this, our need and motivation to set boundaries becomes even stronger. So this is so important that you actually tune into your life and actually work out how you actually feel. And, and if you don't give yourself the time to recognize your feelings, then you're going to be working on, on misinformation, right? So self-care means recognizing the importance of your feelings and honoring them. And these feelings serve important clues about our well-being and what makes us happy and unhappy. If you operate throughout the day without taking some time out for self-care and really focusing on you, having some me time, the problem is you don't know when someone's making you upset or um, agitated early on. It's it's once it's really it's really set in and they've really got on your nerves that you're like, wait, it's irritating me. Oh, okay, this is what's happening right? You want to nip these things in the butt quite early on, right? And if you are in a professional relationship, it's easier to deal with things early on than to let them linger and get them escalating to the level where, you know, eventually you have to part terms. I think if I'd worked, um, had dealt with the, the things which were annoying me 
earlier on with 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 my one of my team members maybe we wouldn't have parted terms because we could have come to an understanding early on it's just we left it too late and then it became too difficult to fix do you see what i mean right so putting yourself first gives you the energy peace of mind and positive outlook to be more present with others and be there for you you know be there for them and so when you're in a better place you can be a better wife, mother, husband, co-worker, friend, uh, a business person, entrepreneur, you name it, right? So you have to take time out for yourself. And this also means setting boundaries for yourself. Like, no, okay, I'm going to work certain hours and that's fine. And I'm going to have this time to me when I'm going to go and read a book. I'm going to go and exercise. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do this have those boundaries and not let anything else sort of diminish them, right? Keep your boundaries when it comes to your time very strict as well. So as a giver, and I'm sure people listening to this are givers, I know you're a giver, I'm, I'm talking to you right now, you need to stop giving so much and give to yourself too. Because if you deplete your pot, you've got nothing left to give. So you have to go away and replenish your pot regularly so that you're able to continue to give be it as a mother as a father as a brother as a sister as a friend as a as whatever have you your pot needs to fill up and only you can fill your pot you need that time alone not only do you need to refill your pot you also need to recognize is someone stepping out of line is someone making me feel uncomfortable but you can only do that when you give yourself the time and permission to do it yeah so that's very very important the next guideline is to ask for help right? So if you're having a hard time with boundaries, seek some support, whether that's support group, church, counseling, coaching, good friends, you know, it, it could be that with family and with friends or families, you can even make it a priority with each other to practice those boundaries, hold each other accountable. So for example, it, you know, you can maybe have a best friend who you talk things through and say, okay, I, and I remember having this and I, I started doing this not intentionally, but when I, when I was, and when I was writing my notes for today's episode, I was thinking, oh my goodness, that's what we've done. So I have a cousin in, in Canada and she's amazing. She's a lovely, lovely girl. And we talk things through and, you know, she always sort of reinforces my boundaries and I reinforce hers. And we sort of talk about what is acceptable and what is not. And I love talking to her because she just sort of highlights very beautifully why certain boundaries need to remain as they are and they need to be intact for X, Y, and Z reasons. And she and she practices herself. So getting that support, having the support network to one regular for you to sort of, sort of you know talk things through and say okay these are my boundaries etc. and talk through things through with them. But secondly, most importantly, for you to you know to you to recognize I have these boundaries and I can set them. And it's almost like playing a role play with them. Like okay, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that to X Y Z and they say yes, that's right. Okay, whatever. How about this one? Whatever. It's that support network. Okay, and you don't feel alone, and especially if you're doing this with family members, uh, you know, if you're if you have to lay down boundaries with family members, it's it's really helpful to talk things through with someone external, the third party, so they can give you the support. Yeah, you know, and the encouragement. Yeah, you need to do it, and yes, you can do it. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. You need to do this. Set these boundaries, etc., etc. So it's it's being open to sort of discussing and having this, you know, to actually making this a priority. Don't listen to these podcasts, by the way, and just say, yeah, she sounds good, and this sounds really good, and ignore them afterwards. Put into action. And so this is what, you know, the, if you can take one tip from here, I would do this, you know, I would ask you to do this, is ask for help. 
when you are laying down boundaries, ask for some support and some help that you can actually do this effectively. And then regularly, you can, you know, you can even do the, your audit, regular audits with your, 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 um, your person, your friend. Say, okay, this is what happened and this is it. And I do this very regularly. Professionally, I do it with one of my friends. She's, she's in India. She's amazing. And for personal relationships, I do it with uh, with my cousin in Canada. It's funny how that's how it worked out. So I do it with my friend uh, for professional reasons and my family member, a uh, cousin for, for family things. But it's, it works very, very well. Okay. Now, the last two tips are just as important. So the next one, the next guideline is, is it's something that you need to acquire. If you're not an assertive person, then you need to learn the art of being assertive. Now, I'm a very, very assertive person. I think that comes as because of my nature, the way I am, the kind of personality I have, the way I've been brought up, and most importantly, because I am I'm a lawyer. So I've been trained to, and also as a lawyer, I'm, I'm trained to be a barrister. So during the course of my my training, you know, I've learned to be very assertive and very articulate and very sort of very sometimes forceful if need be with my points and I can get my points across very, very powerfully. But, you know, this is a skill that everyone needs to acquire. You don't have to be rude, but you have to be assertive. Okay. So you know that it's not enough to create boundaries if you don't actually follow through. So even though intellectually people you know people are you know amazing and whatever whatever right um and we know that people are mind readers so even you know intellectually you know you know that people aren't mind readers you can't expect someone to know what your boundaries are if you don't actually communicate them so we talked about this communicating this a bit earlier on but i'm going to go back to it but if you don't have the 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 stamina the the kind of um the courage to be assertive, to, to be able to communicate this with the people involved, then you're thinking about your boundaries and laying down the boundaries. It's going to do nothing for you because if you can't communicate this across to the, the person effectively, then it's not going to say. So you could say to someone, don't don't cross, you know, if, if someone's, you know, for example, I remember as a child at school and there's a bully who's pushing you around and like, don't push me, right? And he said, push me. And if you say it very meekly, like, don't push me, is it gonna? Is it going to hold any value to the other person? Not really. They're not. They're gonna carry on pushing you around. But if you sort of stand up straight and say, "Don't you dare push me!" If you act in a certain way, it takes more force. It means the the words you say have more value. Same thing for your boundaries. One, you need to have boundaries, and two, if you don't actually explicitly say this or implicitly say this to people involved. How will people know what your boundaries are and how will they know to respect it and how will they know if they've crossed it? So this is very, very important, right? So it's important for you to assertively communicate to other people what your boundaries are and even more important that you assertively communicate to them when they've crossed those boundaries. It's very, very important. So, of course, you do this in a respectful way and let the person know if something's bothersome to you, but, you know, and how you can work together to address it. But it's important that you do let them know, right? So it's important for you to have, um, be able to communicate with, about your feelings in a respectful yet assertive manner. And the last tip I have for you today, and this combined together will, you know, with the, with the podcast we did um, previously, it highlights the, the, the 10 tips or the 10 guidelines I've given you to how to set healthy boundaries. So the, smaller, the last one is start small. So learning any new skill, uh, you know, like assertively, com- uh, assertively communicating your boundaries takes practice, okay? So 
uh, you know, what I'm going to suggest to you is start small. You know, start with things that aren't scary, that don't, don't scare you. Uh, and and just slowly, gradually start laying down stronger, larger, you know, boundaries. So, for example, you know, you may lay down boundaries in sense that for yourself, you can start off with yourself. So by eight o'clock, I'm going to go to sleep and I'm not going to allow anyone to disturb me. Or I'm going to take Sundays off. And if anybody says, uh, asks me out, I want to say no, because that's the day I'm going to go and have a long hot bath and I'm going to read a book and it's my time right? Um, or if somebody asks you to do a favor, you can start learning to say no, okay? Start small and build on your success, okay? Try not to do something if it's too overwhelming. If you are in a place where you always say yes to all your friends and you're now saying no, you're going to have difficulties. So start saying no to a few things and then gradually build it up, okay? Setting boundaries takes courage, practice, and support, Okay, and remember that you can you can't master any skill in a day. It takes time and practice. So this is going to take time. One, you have to recognize your feelings. Then you have to lay down the boundaries. And thirdly, you have to uh, communicate them to you know the other people parties involved. And finally, you have to enforce them. Make sure if someone does overstep those boundaries, you can push them back and you know and you know reiterate that these are boundaries. Don't overstep them, please. So, you know it makes me uncomfortable. And, and communicate that. Communicate that. But all of this takes practice. Now, the importance is if you are not laying down boundaries, you will not become wealthy, point blank, right? You will never learn to know you're a priority. You will never understand that your time is a priority. You won't accept the fact that there's only one of you and you have a certain task to take. And if if you're not laying down strong boundaries, people will use up your time, your money, your uh, uh, things about you, and you'll feel angry and resentment towards them and your vibrations low. So again, you cannot achieve the kind of success that you are wanting to have or desire to have. So like all areas of your life, setting healthy boundaries across all areas of your life is super duper important before you become wealthy. And it's a skill that you have to learn first and wealth will follow later because it will have a knock-on effect on the way you interact with your work colleagues, with your co you know, with your co uh, co-workers if you have a business, and even your personal life. Right, so it does have an impact in all areas of your life, and also if you are a people pleaser like I was, and if you end up saying yes to everything like I did, you will have so much to deal with when it comes to the you know if you come to work with me in my mastermind, forgiveness is a major module for people who come to work with me because people most people that who come to work with me have been givers all their lives and they have built up resentment and annoyance and you know you, there's only so much you can give and if you start giving 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 there comes a point when you are so you become you start to become resentful to people and you become angry at them for you know for for taking advantage of you so these all emotions pull you down put lower your vibration and therefore stop any abundance coming to you so i hope you got value from the last two episodes when we set your you know we taught you how to set healthy boundaries uh, if you enjoyed it please do leave a positive review for us on either itunes and or Spotify. And if you do leave a review for us, please take a screenshot and send it to moneymindsetgirlcon at gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. And we will send you our Million in the Mirror Meditation for free. As always, say thank you for supporting your podcasting journey. Well, until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.